Oh boy, do I have a good episode for you. So I got to sit down with my friend Jess over at Savage Help and we talked all things unboxing, taking yourself out of a box, learning how to unclench, becoming who you are meant to be, whether that looks like you change your mind about it today, tomorrow, two weeks from now, or never. This episode is jam-packed with so much goodness. Before we dive in though, I did want to remind you that you have seven days left to join Fit and Fed. This is my fitness and nutrition program where I am going to hold your hand through all three phases, awareness, intention, action, and help you finally take back your time, your life, and your body. You are going to be nourished on every level imaginable. And if you're like, I don't even know where to begin with that, cool. That's what I am here for. FinFed is officially open. Trust, you do not want to miss out. The information is in the show notes. Uh, Check out workwithgmk.com. And uh, be sure to check the show notes. I do have some information on there on how to get in touch with Jess. She is a Trova Trip host. I have all of her details linked there. And as always, if you could do me a solid, can you share this? Rate, review, go give it five stars on wherever you're listening, Apple or Spotify. I would appreciate it. So now that we've got the housekeeping admin stuff out of the way, without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with my friend Jess. Hi, I'm GM, a nutrition and movement educator. After 18 years in the industry and recently becoming a mom, my world has been shifted. That combination of motherhood and industry experience left me feeling like I have some valuable stories to share. This is a space where we will talk all things movement, motherhood, food, and more. My goal is to give you the tools to fuel your life, understand how to fill your cup, and finally feel good in both your skin and body. My goal is to help you learn a lot, laugh some, and finally understand how to honor the season of life that you are in. All right, so teacher, CrossFitter, plant-based human turned someone who doesn't live within self-subscribed labels. You now work as a VA, a travel host, a nutrition coach, and you're literally creating the life you want. I found you through you sharing your experience with diet transitions, which we'll unpack a little bit more later. Um, and the rest is history. So you are a living, breathing example of life is short, live big. Can you just tell us a little bit more about where you are now, why you decided to stop living within a weird box you found yourself in? And hi, who are you? <laughs> hi, I'm Jess. Um, and it has been my goodness, such a wild ride. I, the person that I was even just a few years ago, I feel like if I met her on the street, I would not even know who she is. And she would be like, uh, excuse you, but who are you now? Um, from just so rigid, so type a, like struggled with perfectionism hard. When I first started my business, my gosh, I felt like I couldn't do anything because I didn't, I wasn't doing it the way everyone else was, or I wasn't fitting into this mold, or I didn't look like everybody else does. Uh, And at some point, it just, my own unrelenting standards became entirely too much for me to deal with. Um, Thank you, therapy. (laughs) (laughs) I've worked really, yeah, I've worked really, really hard to honestly just live in alignment with with whatever feels good and authentic in my life and recognizing that that changes throughout time. 
So the CrossFitter in me, I loved her and she was amazing and we did really awesome things and we had fun. And But at some point that wasn't serving me anymore. And trying to fit that square peg into that round hole is just, it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. <laughs> so it sounds like you're allowing, you're embracing the evolution, right? But I feel like a lot of times people, myself included, other people who are listening, it's not necessarily like, okay, I'm going to evolve. It's the acceptance of the evolution. That's the hardest piece. Yes. Do you feel like, do you have any tricks? Like, what did you do to work through? Like, okay, I get it. I'm no longer her, but how do I accept that this is where I am right now? Um, I think the first piece of it was quitting teaching. So for 13 years, I was a teacher uh, and and it just, I was miserable. Like I'm not a super fluffy flowers, emotional. I mean, I have emotions, I'm human, but I was waking up crying every day. And that is just not who I am as a human being. And the thought of, I'm gonna wake up for another 30 years and do this was like, and and I don't I don't mean this to sound so dramatic, but truly and honestly, like it did not feel like a life worth living to me. Um, and so if my life doesn't feel like it's worth living, I feel like it's my responsibility to figure out how to create a life that feels like I want to wake up every day and I'm excited about what I'm doing. And not every day is rainbows and sunshine. Uh, so I think that was the first step. The hardest one for sure to let go of was being vegan. I was vegan for 16 years um, and I had a bunch of gut issues and a bunch of health issues and someone who's done nutrition coaching before, I just thought to myself, like, I would never recommend to a, nutri to a, a nutrition client to cut out entire food groups or to be on supplements for the rest of their life because they were having gut health issues or it just felt so out of alignment. The anticipation, the thought, the like plunge into, oh my gosh, I'm going to rip this bandaid off. But also it was such a huge part of my identity for so long was so, it was very emotional. I, I sobbed <laughs> about the thought of not being vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So there, I want to unpack a couple of things you said, yeah. I definitely want to come back to like, you're no longer vegan and you were for a very long time. Cause that's why I initially reached out to you because yes. I posted on a forum somewhere like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this whole eating meat thing. And someone actually was like, go check out this girl. She's online. And unbeknownst to me, you actually live like two towns over the smallest world ever. Right. Um, but going back to quitting teaching you recent, that gave me chills. Right. Um, I feel like that it takes balls to do that. Right. Oh I God. actually worked, I went to school for uh, biochemistry. I worked in pharmaceutical research for five years and was like, I'm going to be in sterile scrubs and a sterile hood working with human blood plasma for the rest of my life. It's cheaper to pay me than to create the machines that would do my job. I cannot do this. So I quit and I opened a gym. I had no idea what I was doing. Right. But it was the right. same thing. Like this, is this forever? Am I going to be doing this forever? Um, you recently made a post on Instagram and I'm going to share your Instagram handle in the show notes, but it was about, you created quit You, you quit teaching to create the life you wanted. Um, and you went full send. You didn't think about it. You kind of just were like, I, I have to do this. It was like in your bones. What's that been like for you going full send? Like now you're a travel, what is it called? Um, I, well, 
Travel I, I host trip. travel trips. Yeah. yeah. Like you're doing all of the things. Like, could you have ever imagined that quitting teaching would take you to where you are present day? No. And so that was another really hard thing to let go of. So I quit teaching to do a nutrition and fitness coaching business. Like that was going to be my thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to coach people with nutrition. I'm going to be a health and fitness coach, all of those things. And then that also didn't feel good. So, so I quit teaching for this business. And then in the midst of doing this and being in this business and trying to figure out what, where I fit in and what I want to do and what feels good to me, I was like, oh, this is not what I want to be doing either. So it was something else that I was like, okay, well, cool. I quit teaching to be a nutrition coach and now I don't want to do that either. So it's been a really cool journey to like listen to what feels good inside of me as a human being and to explore like almost sometimes I feel like I go back to like what I what I felt when I was a kid like what are things that used to bring me joy what are things that used to make me excited and what did I used to like get jazzed up about when I was a kid and I've always loved to travel I've always loved to get outside I was definitely like the tomboy growing up like my cousin and I, we would play Ninja Turtles and like chop down things. And so really leaning back into, you know, I feel like when we're kids, we get told like, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you have to like, um, you have to like pick this thing that you're going to be for the rest of Like, I have no idea. I don't know who I'm going to be in a year, let alone for the rest of my life. So really leaning into what feels good in the moment. What are things that bring me joy? And what feels like a life that I feel stoked to wake up for every single day. And when I start to find those little, I think people have been calling them glimmer moments. Oh, I like uh, that. <laughs> yeah. When I've been finding, or I call them like magic. When I've been finding those moments, I'm like, okay, how do I create more of that in my life? How do I, I want to feel more of that. So how do I lean into more of those things? Um, sometimes it's really scary. And sometimes it feels much more like in just like an obvious transition. So I left, like I said, I left teaching for nutrition coaching. I ended up working with someone in the fitness space as a VA. And the more I started to do that, the more I was like, I actually really like supporting people in their business more than I like the nutrition coaching. And there are so many other people that can do it way better than me. So that felt like a really easy move because it just felt authentic um, some of the other ones have been a little bit tougher. <laughs> so are there any things that you like working through and unpacking, like what feels intuitively good to you, right? And like going back to that child and you're like, okay, what feels good? What do I actually want to continue to allow myself to move towards? Are there any practical things you did to help you get there? Like you said, therapy, cool. Do you journal? Like if I have these thoughts in my head, they're just thoughts in my head. It's, and then yes. it's like, oh, well, okay, relax, GM. You're not going to be a, an astronaut. Like, but what if I really <laughs> wanted to be an astronaut, right? Like, how do you kind of work through like letting go of that one thing to give yourself that permission to move into the next? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, honestly, I wouldn't say it's one specific thing. Um, something that I found has been super helpful is attracting my tribe. Like, when you have other people in your life who are willing to do the big, scary things, it makes it feel less big and less scary because 
well, if they can do it. Why can't I? Well, yeah. Um, and it gives you like, it gives you a community of people to talk to about it, you know, like, Hey, I'm thinking about letting go of this business identity, or I'm thinking about not being vegan anymore. And when you have people in your life who are like, hell yeah, let go of shit that doesn't serve you anymore. Am I allowed to say bad words? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Like if it doesn't serve you, why are you still holding on to this? And I think also really honestly and truly learning to slow down. For me, I was someone like I like to be busy because I can avoid all the things that make me uncomfortable if I just do more things. Uh, So learning to slow down and be able to listen to what my body and my brain and my heart say. Um, I leaned into some meditation. I, I wish I was better about it. It honestly doesn't sit super well with me, uh, but like going on walks. I was going to say, you outside walk in nature. You yes. paddleboard, like you're always yes. doing something, even if it's not like, hurry up, go, go, go. It's restorative. And that's like movement is meditation. Yes. Yes. So I've found for me personally, sitting down like in a room trying to be like, oh, yes. can, can be almost more stressful, yeah. uh, but really just leaning into like, hey, don't have to be busy all the time. It's okay sometimes to sit on the couch and relax. That's not something three year ago, me would have been like, no, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. I went to CrossFit at five. I worked all day. I came home. I would like get in the kitchen. I'm meal prepping. I'm doing work for the next day. Like boom, 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 boom. And then on the weekends, you have to prepare yourself. And I want to go out and do all the things and make the most of my time. And it's exhausting. Yeah, for sure. It's like, all right, let's take a breath. Yeah, yes, exactly. And also unclench. I heard that word once and I was like, oh, that's like a big sigh, just like, okay, why, why do I feel the need to be doing all the time as a way of like my value, my worth and my productivity? Like for me now, rest is productive because Mm -hmm. when I'm rested and I'm have some time to relax and just be a, it's so much easier to decide where I want to move in terms of like next steps, things I want to be doing. Cause I give myself a chance to listen there's not um, noise. Yeah. Yeah. I just like let it all kind of settle and quiet. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay. That doesn't really serve me. Or that's really been like whirling around in my brain for a while. That might be something worth investigating or worth visiting. Um, and so, yeah, I think just like giving yourself permission to slow down and let go of unrelenting standards. Like I wouldn't expect anyone else to be on 24 seven, why did I feel like I needed to be on all of the time? Yeah. One thing that I like to tell clients is like, okay, if you were me and I was you, what would you tell me? Right? Like if your friend, same thing with your your nutrition, right? Like you would never tell a client like, oh, your gut's miserable. Guess you got to keep going because you got this title of being vegan. Like you're doing it for the title essentially. Right. Um, so you had mentioned that you had a lot of gut issues. I actually heard you on another podcast where you were talking yep. about you had blood work, you had a bunch of deficiencies and you just in your gut, you knew you were like, huh, no pun intended. Uh, you knew you weren't hundred percent healthy. So you started adding meat back into your diet. When I reached out to you, I guess it was May, June now, um, you had shared that you weren't eating everything, but you were still right. like introducing me to what was that like for you, that transition? Cause I feel like 
that's massive, right? Like I was vegan for seven years. So half the amount of time of you and I, it was a year. It was a literally a year of me emotionally trying to come to terms with, okay, I'm going to let go of this part of me. So I couldn't imagine double the time, like, OMG. So what was that yeah. like? So, okay. So the crazy part is my husband and I have been together now for 17 years, married for seven. And we, we really took our time. Um, and he's never seen, like I was vegan the entire time that we were together. So that was like a huge, um, and my very best friend, uh, is also vegan. And so I felt like I needed to like come out to her first. It was almost as if like, I'm letting people in on this dirty secret. And I'm the type of person that when I think about something, then I obsess. So I was thinking about it all the time. Um, and I'm also, like you said before, I'm a full send kind of person. So once the thought is in my brain, I kind of knew like, I never thought ever that I wouldn't be vegan. I imagined dying vegan. Um, and so once it started happening in my head, I'm like, oh my goodness, who is she? What is this? What's happening? Um, and I just, I didn't want to be on like enzymes for the rest of my life. I didn't want to be taking supplements, but also I was having crippling anxiety, like crippling. Um, at one point I was like, I think I need to go to a mental institution for a little oh, while. Yeah. I just, there, I mean, I, so I've read this book, it's called the anatomy of anxiety. And it's that a lot of times the anxiety that we feel is there's something in our body trying to signal to our brain, Hey, something's not right. And our brain and our body don't communicate well enough for my, my body to be like, Hey, there's a gut issue. We need to fix this. Instead. My brain was like, Oh my God, something's wrong. Something's wrong. I'm going to die. Something's wrong. So, and I didn't know what that thing was. Um, and so I honestly, I just decided to rip the bandaid off. The The hardest part for me was, okay, when do I start and how? Um, how do I, what is the first, so I ate like what I, I call like a hidden um, non-vegan product, a perfect bar was my yeah. first thing. Uh, because I knew, okay, if I eat this on purpose, willingly and knowingly that it's not vegan, I've now broken that seal. And then the next thing I ate was chicken nuggets. Okay. <laughs> Just going for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's kind of who I am as a human, right? We go full send. Um, and then it's been a, it, at first it was a really rough transition. Um, I found that like hiding my animal products or my meat was a lot easier. Uh, if I ate a piece of chicken, sometimes no joke, I would gag. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of it was mental, that's you know, I felt mental or like, were you having a physical reaction? It may be both because also my body was for so long, not accustomed to those tastes, to those enzymes, to those proteins, to all of it. Just, just not something that had been in my, and I'm someone who, even when I was vegan, if something was too meaty, it would like gross me out. Okay. Um. So yeah, it was a really, it was a really hard transition at first. Um, and then now I, I've said to to my husband, I was like, I can't imagine being vegan again, which is totally wild to me. Uh, but I just feel so much better. Like I would say, I mean, I have normal people, anxious thoughts and feelings. I'm human. I'm not exempt. But the anxiety that I felt like I was sitting in and living with um, is almost gone, That's which is... Yeah. So 
Okay. And I want to preface this. Like, I don't think I'm not like anti-veganism and I don't think you can be like, oh, if you're vegan, you're unhealthy. I, my husband is like a perfect example. He's been vegan for 15 years. He's a vision of health. He loves it. He thrives on the diet. So I do think it's great for some people, but just like all of nutrition, it's very unique to the individual themselves, right? Yes. The problems arise is when we get stuck in this box of, I am this person. I am vegan. I am a CrossFitter, right? Yes. Um, do you think that you transitioning your diet helped you with your life transitions? Like, was that the catalyst or was it like, I'm quitting my job? Guess I'm going to eat meat. Like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Um, for me, definitely. I So I quit teaching first and then, so I quit teaching and hoped that like, okay, my anxiety will lower and things will like feel better. And I quit teaching. And honestly, that, that did not lower my anxiety. If anything, it had it spiked it because you're going from a salaried position, yeah. a job I couldn't get fired from. Like, it's almost impossible to fire a tenured teacher um, to like, oh my God, I have to figure out how to pay my own bills. And like, now it's all on me. The income yeah. comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so I was like, okay, well, maybe I need to let go of being CrossFit or like doing CrossFit. Maybe that's not serving me. Um, and that helped. I, I found that at the end of my CrossFit workouts, I was like literally trembling. Um, just my body was like, this is too much. There's too, too many things I'm pushing too hard. So my body really started to, to rebel. And then I started reading that book, the anatomy of anxiety. Um, I started, like I said, I did, I got my gut tested. I actually, um, I did a GI map. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, um, for, for people that don't know, yeah, for people that don't know, you literally poop in a French fry container. <laughs> you shovel it, and then they give you like a little shovel. You put it into a vial, and you have them mail it out, and then they analyze. Um, they analyze your stool. It's beautiful, wonderful. Thanks, thank you, science. Like, who was the first person that was like, "Let me test this poop. Let me poop into a French fry container," right? Very yes. good. but hey, um, it's helpful. Yeah, agree, agree. And honestly, like I think people, you know, there's food sensitivity tests, all of those things. I think GI is probably one of the most useful tools in terms of figuring out like what's going on in the inside. Um, and and it's not in conventional medicine, which I don't understand. Like IBS, it's a anyone joke. who has IBS, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it's not even like a real thing. That's just like a symptom. Like get um, poop problems. why, why am I having poop yes. problems? Like that's yes. what you need to figure out. Not like, oh, I have poop problems. Let me fix that. No, you need to fix why you have the poop problem. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, and so once I really started diving into that, then that was when it was time for like, okay, well, I've let go of other things. I let go of teaching and that felt bittersweet, but that felt like a really easy decision. Letting go of CrossFit was really hard because I loved CrossFit. Um, and I think there's a lot of benefits to it and it brings, like, I've never really lifted weights before CrossFit in any did Les Mills body pump. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I think letting go of those two things first, then it was like, I've done this before. I mean, the worst that happens is I try it and I hate it and I can always go back to being vegan. Like nobody else gets to tell me how and what I get to do. So if someone says I'm less vegan because I tried not being vegan, well, that's none of their freaking business. <laughs> Nothing is permanent, right? Like yes. even with teaching, if you wanted to go back, you could, you could go back, right? Yes. Like 
it's like what I'm hearing is the more you were doing things that were uncomfortable, it got easier. Yes. It's like easier to do more of those uncomfortable things because it like built your confidence in the, like being able to do it. Like trust. I learned to, yes, that was exactly what I was going to say. I learned to trust what my intuition, what my gut literally um, Mm -hmm. was telling me. And once you learn to do that and you learn like, I now say I reserve the right to change my mind at any point in time. So something that I thought was true or the the best way or the, and I think it also makes me learn to not speak in absolutes. Like there isn't a best way. What works for me might not work for you, might not work for someone else. Um, And so I think the more you lean into listening to yourself, trusting your gut instinct um, and letting go, like I'm okay. No one pushed me off a cliff. I, I'm totally fine. I didn't die. The world didn't stop. And honestly, no one cares that I'm not vegan anymore. Actually, I would say like my husband cares the most in the, the best way possible. He's like, it's so cool to travel together. We go out for sushi dates. Um, but, but honestly and truly, like I heard this analogy once. We are the stars of our own movie. So you imagine yourself as being the most important person because you're the star of your own movie, but in everyone else's movie, you're just like a supporting character or an extra. Yeah. No one cares about you as much as you care about yourself. No one's looking at you like you're looking at yourself because everyone else is also worried about themselves. <laughs> like you're the star of your own movie. So you don't care about me as much because you're worried about you and your movie. Yeah. We're so judgmental of ourselves. We expect that everyone else is judging us just the same, right? Correct. We can start to get a little bit more curious and understanding of ourselves. It's like, oh, maybe these people don't even care. Like, oh, they make one comment, and they move on with their lives because really it's not that big of a deal to anyone but me. Correct. And it's, if there is a comment that feels like a little stingy or whatever, it's usually more about them than it is about you. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay. So what is your diet, your fitness, like your health? What does all that look like now? Like you do a lot of kettlebell work. I know, I forget the name of the program you do, but where are you now in that, in this season of life with all of that and traveling and all of all the things. Um, So now I, I do sometimes eat ground beef. Um, Steak is not for me. I, I, maybe one day, um, I never say never anymore because I've learned my lesson, right? <laughs> uh, speaking in absolutes does not serve me. So um, in terms of eating and no pork, I just am not a huge fan of it. Um, so yeah, I, in terms of eating, I really have like, I've embraced not being vegan now. I'm willing to, especially when I travel, I'm willing to try a lot more things. And if I go into someone else's home, like, listen, whatever you're serving me, I'm willing to at least try it, be open to it. Um, because I think that that's such a kind thing for someone to invite you into their house, their culture, whatever, and share that with you. It is a love language for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of like my dietary choices, I'm really just, I just eat what feels good, what feels right. Um, and I've, 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 it's a lot easier sometimes still I'll like chicken. I think sometimes can get a little weird. (laughs) you still have your moments got it yeah yeah. um and then in terms of everything else like I said I let go of the nutrition and fitness coaching in my business I'm really just doing VA work supporting people inside of their businesses I'm doing these travel trips um 
actually, I'll share this with y'all first before I share on Instagram. Our next trip is going to be to Alaska. Okay, I was wondering. I saw your post and I was like, I think it's Alaska. Yeah, so that's where it feels like the most people want to go. And that's honestly, that's been really cool too, learning to let go because my personal pick was Mexico. So the three choices were Colorado, Alaska, and Mexico. And I, as a former Spanish teacher, I want to go to all the Spanish speaking countries. Yeah. Um, But like, and Alaska has never been on my list. I hate the cold. Really? Yeah. But the more I look into it, the more beautiful it seems, the more unique adventures, like we're going to be able to go on a glacier. Yeah. That's so dope. And and we don't know how long all of these glaciers are going to be around. Like, it's not an experience I feel like I would have otherwise. So really leaning into, let, let me let other people steer the boat. Let me let other people voice their opinions. Um, and I've always said my dream job would be to travel. Maybe so you. the fact that I, yeah, that I'm living in this space ah. in this world now where I get to travel with other rad women. So they're women only trips. Um, and, and just like other people who say yes to adventure, to doing things scared, and choosing courage over fear, it's I've the connections that I'm making now are so much more meaningful in my life. Um, and then in terms of fitness, honestly, like I go to the gym two days a week right now because that's what my schedule allows. And then I do two workouts at home. One is a kettlebell workout every single week. Um, and then I do like a I'm leaning into like trying to zone two run. Okay, yeah, you shared that with me. Do a little bit of yeah. cardio. I'm here for yep. it. Yep. Um, And I think that that's another thing, you know, for so long, people are like, cardio is bad. It's going to ruin all your gains. It's like, well, is that really true? Right. Muscle. Don't we need to exercise that too? Yes. Yeah. So coming full, you know, like someone who was like, oh, I have to run to lose weight to someone who was like, I'm never going to run because I just want to be like a a muscle hamster. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And now recognizing like, oh, there's somewhere blended between the two where I can care about my cardiovascular health, my lungs, my heart, my, all of those things. And I can also lift weight. Wait a second. It can be both. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I have to pick. Great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I work inside this program called Beach Bum Fitness. So I do a little bit of coaching actually inside of the program, but the coaching that I do now is more lifestyle, which is really where I feel like I shine, um, supporting people in doing things scared, in making big decisions, in letting go. Um, And so that's been a really, really awesome experience. Um, And yeah, I'm going to, our first trip is Costa Rica in April. And then I'm going to launch the Alaska trip. That'll be August of 2024. I've traveled pretty much every single month uh, throughout the entire year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been really awesome. (laughs) So I went to Alaska in 2017. You will not be disappointed. It is high on my bucket list to get back there because there's just so much to see the wildlife. Like it's just, it's beautiful. So I will make sure I put all of your information and how to connect, whether it's with beach bum fitness or travel, or if someone needs some VA help, right? Um, I'm starting with you in October. I'm very excited about it. Me too. Um, uh, Okay. This has been wonderful. I appreciate you chatting with me. Uh, I, like I said, I'll share all of your information in the show notes. Uh, if you had to leave one piece of advice for anyone who's like thinking about like, maybe I'm in this self-proclaimed box and I want to get out, what would be the one thing you would tell someone who's like, I want to live big too. How do I start? Let go. 
I like that. Let go and and just allow allow it to be scary. It's okay. It's going to be scary because it's something new and that's okay. So let go, let it be scary and trust that you've got it because you have a 100% survival rate so far. There's no reason to think that you're not going to get through whatever the next hurdle is. You just need to trust in yourself and, and try. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you chatting with me today. Yes. Thanks so much for having me on. This was awesome. I told you it was going to be a good one. All right. Everything you need to know is in the show notes. I gave you all the juicy details in the beginning of this episode. So thanks. And we will see you next week.